0: Hello, Confidants. Welcome back to another episode of Confidently Insecured, the podcast where we are absolutely sure we don't know everything. And even though every week I say like, wow, we really don't know anything about this, like this is truly um, a episode that I would have no way to know anything about because it's all about turning 30. If you're wondering who that woo just came from, it came from this week's guest, which is my partner in life, boyfriend, DJ Le Cap Slap DJ, Jared Lucas. Thanks for being here, babe. Well,
1: thanks for having me.
0: You do live here, so. I do live here. You're here all the time.
1: It was a long journey to get to this couch. Yeah. Here I am.
0: All the way from your Call of Duty chair. Yes. Call of Duty Um, Hey, the only uh, connection I have to being 30, really, on a day-to-day basis is because you're 30.
1: That's a good point. I am 30.
0: How, when did that happen?
1: October 4th, 19, well, actually, no. I (laughs) turned 30. It was October 4th of 2019.
0: And I figured, have a 30-year-old on because I'm about to turn the big, dirty, dirty. How are you
1: feeling about that?
0: I'm glad you asked because that's what this entire episode is about. (laughs) Uh, We're going to go through it all. Um, The date when this comes out will be August 3rd. And that will be 13 days left that I have. Uh, My birthday, for everyone that absolutely needs to know, which is everybody, uh, my birthday is August 16th. Last year I was in Europe alone for my 29th birthday and it was like life-changing and amazing and this year we had all these plans to do like a big dirty 30 we put so much pressure on the 30th birthday we're gonna go to Burning Man because last year we didn't get to go and was supposed to be this big thing and then COVID happened and I've watched like a hundred other of my friends have their 30th birthdays just like at a park or on Zoom and I'd be lying if I didn't say I was bummed because I think i feel like I'm, I mean, all the COVID stuff aside, right? Like, don't judge me. This is me being vulnerable. Besides all the COVID stuff aside, I feel like I'm missing out on a thing that everyone else got to have a little bit. And like, there's this weird group of us that are going to like, always remember that it was like, womp, womp. But then in a way, I was like, I'll never forget it. Because it was. It happened during the big uh, pandemic, covid situation. So, it's like, I'll always remember 2020, I was 30, and this happened, so. It's pretty special. Wh- what, the COVID or the <laughs> birthday? <laughs>
1: well, everything about it. I mean, having a 30th birthday on in, during COVID in 2020, like, I don't know, numerology and fun <laughs> shit there, I don't know. Cool. Yeah,
0: I'm sure there's someone out there being like, this is good luck. Um, speaking of witchy shit, um, I want to acknowledge that it is Leo season,
1: Ooh.
0: my fucking time to shine, and I wanted to give a little Leo season reading mm. um, of what to expect. Uh, Leo season goes from like July 26th to August 23rd, I think, if my numbers are correct. Um, so here it is. Here's your 2020 Leo season reading. Oh, I'm ready. <clears throat> that was me playing a harp. And I just farted. Okay. As you might expect, this year's Leo season is different from other summers past. We are in the middle of a pandemic and fighting racial injustice through Black Lives Matter movement bold fire sign energy is just what we need to take charge and shamelessly be our true selves this sign is all about action and can inspire even the most timid of us to fight for what we believe in if you've been watching and supporting the ongoing protest against racism but haven't yet attended one maybe now time is the perfect time to do so if you can do it safely Remember, even if you're not a Leo, we all feel the effects of a lion's solar energy. Embrace it. <sighs> I don't really know if that was like a prediction so much. as just like, shit, we already fucking knew. <laughs> like, it didn't tell me anything new. Um, But I like CoStar. The app CoStar gives me my, like, Leo season updates. And like, uh, you know, it always is right. It's just always right.
1: Are you checking your CoStar every day? Yeah, are you? Not every day, but sometimes i do
0: i get a notification
1: you get a notification that i check my co-star
0: no no no. Oh, i was
1: like damn what kind of fucking shit you but got set up you
0: did not like believe in co-star and mm. astrology and all this shit even like a year ago
1: well i still don't really do
0: but you never know i mean then I, why do you I, why I, do you read it i think it's
1: fun i think it's okay. a fun thing to do it i think it's fun if you put your mindset into it and you're Said, like, like this like a thing fucking libra <laughs> this thing is right right and then you open it up and you're like wow like it is right you know and it's like you really get your mindset in there or then then it's great
0: or for example i'm going to use an uh, example this was not planned but i'm going to just fucking say it Mm. uh like maybe it was two nights ago i had we were sitting at the table we're not going to say the names of who because it's not public yet but some people we know got engaged oh yeah and i I we like talked about it and we're like oh my god love all these people and and then I like brought up us getting engaged Mm. and you literally went we're gonna take it a day at a time (laughs) and then my co-star popped up and it said you can't force someone to love you what (laughs) That's and I was like, first of all, I don't even ever fucking talk about that. That's not like a thing that I'm like, <laughs> it's not like a priority for me. So when I did bring it up and I got like immediately shut down, I was a little hurt. And I could have harped on that and I could have been like, why don't you want really to talk about it? And instead, my co-star bleeped at me and I was like, yeah, who cares? I can't force someone. To- it's not like I can't force that the conversation to happen
1: well okay so that's a little extreme <laughs> uh, is it extreme <laughs> it's a little extreme Go first on. off, i do love you so I know you that. don't need to force me to love you I that's know happening that. already um the the whole idea about marriage is one that is yeah it's it's a, it's a fun conversation i guess but i i for me especially with covid season especially with your birthday coming up especially with all these different things
0: I'd like to just take things one day at a time, but what does COVID have to do with the future of being engaged? It's just just a lot of stuff going on. I don't know. It's just it's, he's planning pressure. my birthday, and he won't tell me a single thing about it. I
1: think I'm doing pretty decently compared to the previous anything else I've tried to plan. Ever. You've never for been surprises surprise has me. been ruined. Yes. Like, Cause I Way find out yeah. she's just extremely, she just knows how to yeah. get information. And we're 13
0: days away and you have not slipped up yeah. once except for I did see accidentally a text message pop up from two friends of mine, which like you would never normally be texting. Shout out to Zach, shout out to Moosey. And I saw it because I had to take your phone to, cause I was on a conference call and I needed your phone. And I just didn't even think too much into it. And I didn't... You, know, you were trying to surprise me. Because I surprised you for your 30th birthday yes, you in October. Yeah. But I don't think you care so much about surprises. Like, I don't know that you I care. I love surprises.
1: I you think did? it's fun. Yeah. I think it's a fun time. I, I, I don't get overly anxious
0: about surprises. Mm, like, I do. Yeah. I think, like me. <laughs> yeah.
1: You, like... You have...
0: I hate not that having energy. control or not knowing what's going on. Yeah. It's very hard for me to go with the flow. Yeah, I'm a go with the flow kind of guy. I know, so. it's just because you're Libra. Um, <laughs> I also like your shirt, by the way. Thank you. We made these together, these tie-dye shirts. and I have It looks one. great. It looks great. It looks I've like fire. Got, I've actually
1: got compliments from this just mm. outside of – Look at that. In the public.
0: I'm myself. also dressed this way, which is in bright gold glitter uh, biker shorts and a – sort of tie-dye black and white sports bra and uh, sweaty and stinky because I've been working on the RV that we purchased Yep, yep. that I purchased but we share because we also share oh my god we'll get into that but <laughs> I bought an RV you guys for $11,700 so that we can continue to make our Justice for Soraya documentary for those of you who have been keeping up I'm not going to go through the entire thing just look at the hashtag most of you already know what it is but we've Now, from the last time we recorded, last week with Steph, we're at like 363,000 signatures I think we're at twenty six thousand dollars that we raised for the GoFundMe, wow. and we are making some noise. We've got production meetings. We've got like companies interested in it. Did you just yawn no. right on my fucking podcast <laughs> in my face I'm as I'm talking about like my passion project? <laughs> Holy fucking shit! Mean... <laughs> what a thirty year old thing to do. It's late. I'm oh, sorry. yes, it is late. You are doing Keep me a going. favor. I love you. Um, so that's the update on that that uh is that we bought an rv and it's very exciting it's like my new project that i'm seeing as not only an investment in obviously this documentary but like for covid we can't travel anyway so for me it's like oh okay i'll put an investment into this And what I would normally spend like $1,000 on like a week-long vacation, instead I'll put into this now and then we can like drive the RV up to like the mountains or like the National Forest, which we've never done, all this stuff. So it feels good. It is the biggest adult purchase of my entire life. I've never spent that much money and I know maybe some people are weirded out by that because they think like YouTubers and digital people make money. I don't have that kind of money. So uh, that was a big purchase for you, girl. And it feels very adult, and I'm very scared, and I like it. So there you go. Uh, that's that update housekeeping notice. And, and now, can I have like a drum roll or something exciting? Brrr. Thank you. Mm-hmm. For my confidant ear balls only to hear before anybody else. Whoa. My book. <sighs> don't... Fucking Panic. The shit they don't tell you in therapy about anxiety, panic, and depression by Kelsey Dara will be available for pre-order on August 16th, my 30th fucking birthday. (laughs) Fireworks. Sounds like a fuse box. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, that's really fucking like you guys this has been like a year and a half in the mm. making I mean I don't know if you felt the effect of me writing this book but it's at almost 400 pages now wow
1: is it really Holy <laughs> yes cow. but I think
0: with like the format and stuff it will be a lot less but it's just uh, like I cannot tell you the relief now when I wake up in the morning and I come down to my desk and I'm not like
1: you were oh. stressed out about. That oh for my a long god! Time. And like
0: I don't even know if it's good. I have no <laughs> idea if it's even good at this point. But you guys, it's gonna be available for pre order, obviously everything's going to have to be done digitally. Like you're going to have to get it from Amazon. You're going to have to get it online. Like you're going to have to buy it from thought catalog. I'm sorry. My dreams do it up. to have like my book get on the all. shelf of a bookstore. is going to have to be on hold. My book tour is going to have to be on hold, all of that stuff. But I'm really, really excited. And one of my witchy friends told me that she predicts that the, um, initial, uh, outlet of it will be slow. But then it will change my life. So I'm hoping that maybe we could prove a bitch wrong and say, fuck it, let's get all the orders out the very first day. It's for pre-order. So marketing in your calendars, <laughs> August 16th, which I believe is a Sunday. For don't fucking panic. Oh, yeah. it's an exclusive right here right now just for my confidants. Wow. I and, feel
1: honored to be a part of that. Yeah? Thanks for having me here.
0: You're welcome. I thought you meant a part of the book. I was like, yeah, you're oh, all too. over yeah. it. <laughs> Are you scared at all about what I've written?
1: No, no, I I think, I mean, should I be scared? (laughs) Are there things that I should be scared of? You haven't read it. Yeah, I'm excited to read it. I'm ready to to get reading.
0: No, you shouldn't be scared. That's good. I don't think. Uh, No, you shouldn't be scared. Oh, jeez. No, you know everything. Now I'm getting scared. No, you know everything. Um, (laughs) Okay, now let's get to the nitty gritty confidants, why we are here. We are talking about turning 30 the pros the cons let's get into it you're 30 i'm 29 how was turning 30 for you
1: it wasn't that huge of a deal actually (laughs) for me um i didn't really feel that much different Mm -hmm. but when i look at myself at 30 compared to when i look at myself at 20 that's a massive difference you can't even
0: compare the two people
1: so then when i say my 20s And my thirties, it's going to be a massive difference. Yeah. So at the moment that I turn thirty, not a huge deal. But I think when I look back on my Mm thirtieth birthday, and like, oh, like that time period was when I like made some significant changes in my life of some sort.
0: The day of your birthday, what did we do?
1: Weren't we on the cruise?
0: Yeah, but what did? We do. I had t-shirts made that said yeah. caps up sturdy 30 with you eating great. a banana. Everything banana was banana themed. Oh, yeah. We had like 15 of your best friends from all over the country fly in to surprise you. And I blindfolded you and put you in a car and drove you to the port and <laughs> yeah. just open your eyes and we were on a boat. <laughs> we were on a boat. <laughs> we were in front I mean, of a boat. Yeah. Uh, we, I couldn't get you on with your eyes closed. That it would, would be illegal. Legal. super illegal. Yeah. Um, I drank my 20s away completely. Um I'm at over 400 days now sober and I look back a lot at my 20s and like hear stories from people and I'm like what you told me that when did that happen <laughs> like I feel fulfilled like I feel like I did my fucking door it like I truly am exhausted thinking about it but I used to say this thing like when I was younger, that I thought 30 was so old <laughs> and I would always say, and I don't know why, but I would always say like, I'm going to die before I turn 30 wow. or like I wanted to die. Before 30, Cause I didn't Jeez. think there was anything left afterwards. Oh man. And like how dramatic and oh, how man. like, That's I don't cute. know the fact that I just thought everything happened before you turned 30 <laughs> is like fucking hysterical because it's literally the opposite. Yeah. Like, I feel like with the day I turn 30, my life will begin.
1: I mean, you have so much stuff that you've got, like, lined up mm-hmm. for the future. And, like, it seems to me as if, like, you're finding a lot mm-hmm. more, like, purpose and passion mm-hmm. as things move forward. So I can only imagine, like, what 30s are going to be like for you.
0: And it makes me – if I think about it, I'll cry, so I'm not going to think about it too much. It. But it makes me <laughs> – it makes me so – sad to think about young kids who took their own lives or died by suicide not knowing how much of their life was ahead of them Mm. and like I feel very guilty for saying that stuff like even if it was a joke it was just like bullshit 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 but I feel very sad because now that um, I'm almost there I'm like Oh man, fuck! Like, oh everyone deserves to be able to turn thirty. I feel like it's just what I hope for the world. Okay, I love that. Here are the (laughs) pros and cons. We're gonna go through some pros and cons. Okay, all right, let's do it. Pro of turning thirty. I feel like everyone is going to take me seriously now. Like, I know what I want. And I get out of my way a lot more easily than I ever have before. Doesn't mean I'm perfect. Doesn't mean I'm at the highest point in my career. But I do feel like I know what I want, who I am, like business-wise. I feel like I'll go into a room and like now I'm 30. So (laughs) now you have to take my ideas seriously. As before, (laughs) like I had the, I mean, I still have imposter syndrome, but it was like, crippling imposter syndrome being so young in a position of business that i dealt with a lot of older people like in hollywood like every meeting i went into i was the youngest person in the room easily for a very long time Mm. but now i'm 30 and so now i now i know i don't know (laughs) what i know but i know you know i know yeah um but a con now, instead of a 29 year old, I'm a 30 year old who's obsessed with TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> is that bad that I'm Can a 30 year old? Can I pet that dog? Can I put that, dog? Can I <laughs> that <dog? laughs> Like, is it bad that I spend as many hours as I do praising TikTok as a 30 30- Because when I think about like a 40 year old who's on TikTok, I'm like, go to work you creep get the (laughs) fuck off this kid app and go to work and like i know it's not like that but is it bad that i'm gonna be a 30 year old who's so obsessed with tiktok
1: I feel like there are a lot of TikToks from people in their like mid 30s and 40s like doing things mm. like millennials, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like millennials are into this stuff. It's
0: so weird. Millennials are 30 now. But
1: that's th- what the thing is now. It's like we're not Gen X. We're millennials. and or Gen
0: Z, yeah. All
1: millennials are now 30 so we're moving everything in this direction. And I
0: think it means I'm keeping my fingers on the pulse of what's happening. Yeah. You know, You're like at first things. I didn't get TikTok when it was still musically. I was like, I fucking hate this shit and I don't it in I don't like little kids lip syncing at me, but now that it's comedy and like life and knowledge based, I swear to god, I say this all the time I learned more on TikTok than I ever did in high school mm-hmm. so much more about culture and family and language and blah, blah 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 blah, all about the world.
1: What are you gonna do when Trump uh makes it illegal? He's not gonna make it illegal, Ooh. Microsoft is gonna buy it.
0: Before it. Okay, moving on, <clears throat> pro being 30 doesn't bring as much change as you'd expect because all of your other friends have turned 30 already too mm-hmm. and i think that's maybe kind of talking about what you were talking about where it's like the actual day of it's like we had friends that were like 35 with us <laughs> like i think i'm probably still always the youngest in our oh no Cantor is a month oh, after me motherfucker true. um our good friend um but I think it's not as dramatic as everyone thinks it's gonna be because it, it everyone else's it's also happening to everyone else in your life, <laughs> and I'm someone who's always been friends with older kids. Like all my girlfriends are in their late thirties. My cooter club and um like I don't really keep in touch with people from back home. Like my sisters older than me, my best friends a couple years older than me. Like I guess I've been preparing for this for a long time. <laughs> You know, like it's not sure. as big of a deal. Yeah,
1: I think I think you're. It, it's we always think of our 30s in terms like the vision that we have of our 30s is when we're teenagers or whatever it is. And it's like, so
0: patriarchal and old school. Yeah. Like you're, you should be married and have a house and like thinking about kids and you should be having a career and like, and it's like, that's so outdated. It feels so outdated to think of 30 as that benchmark.
1: 30 is the new 20.
0: That's a a book and an episode we did. Is it? Yeah. It's a book. Oh, you should read it. It's about not wasting your twenties. It's like we give 20 year olds all the space. It was like one of the first episodes I did of this podcast. Shit. Hannah Hart, go look it up. Um. Cont. Of turning 30, I have to say goodbye to ever being able to play a high schooler in a TV for a show, <laughs> for sure. maybe even a college student. I always just thought for some reason, I was gonna be on like a Riverdale show where I'd be this hot high schooler. And I really think I've missed it. Oh, man. I really think I've lost my chance at being that hot teen high school yeah. actor
1: i mean a you never know okay but b maybe some dreams just you know can can die <laughs> <laughs> like there's just so many other cool things that you're doing with your life that like, like
0: what name one
1: i don't have to go through and name your whole <laughs> life right now but you are an incredible person doing incredible things and you playing a high schooler on a TV show to me would kind of like
0: not look right because I look old. No,
1: no, oh, no. I was, okay. I would say, like, take away from like the power of like what you're doing. Mm,
0: so, you do think I should be play college, <laughs> more, <laughs> right? Exactly, more it's wise, refined. More wise. Uh, no, I
1: don't know. I just like. The documentary stuff and the the things that you're doing with mental health and the book and all like you're doing these amazing things. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to be a high schooler on a TV show now. I agree. College
0: and young mother. I could do young mother. I think not like teen mom, but young mom, young mom who had a baby out of wedlock and now she's uh, she's uh, she's uh, down on her luck. And she wants to be a fashion designer and um, she realizes she's a lesbian and she moves to New York City with her kid. And it's like Gossip Girl if Blake Lively never ended up with Dan and that is probably my next role.
1: All right, screenwriters, take take notes here. You my next role, casting. meaning my
0: first TV <laughs> leading role. Um, speaking of leading TV roles, I want to tell you guys about Better Help. Okay, what is interfering with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? We're talking about being thirty. Okay, personal experience, honey. For me, I was always getting on my own, getting in my own way. And you know what helped stop that? going to therapy, you know that I preach it from the mountaintops, baby oh. confidants, oh. that everyone should be able to access affordable therapy. And that is what better help is. You can start communicating with a therapist in under 24 hours. Best part is you can send your message to a counselor at any time. I type shit right before I go to sleep. I type stuff. Sometimes we have meetings at 730 in the morning. I can always book like a last minute appointment. Shout out to my therapist, Kim. Love you, girl. Uh, and BetterHelp is committed to facilitating therapeutic matches that are great. So you never have to wonder, like, mm, should I or shouldn't I stay with the ther- this therapist? Because they make it super easy to change therapists if you're unhappy. I always say it's like Tinder. You can just swipe left, swipe right all day. One day, I think I went through, like, six matches trying to find our couples therapist. Because I was just like, I don't like any of these people. Not for any particular reason. Nothing personal, but I just don't like your face. Um, And you know that these counselors can help with specialized areas such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, self-esteem, grief, LGBT matters, anger and family, con, con, don't forget, anything you share is confidential, convenient, and professional, but most importantly, affordable. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they are actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. And I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com slash I join over 1 million people taking charge of th- their mental health again that's better help dot com slash c-i back to the list
1: <sighs> do people spell better help wrong
0: you know I don't H-E-L-P? ask the questions I just amplify the message baby <laughs> I just amplify <laughs> them better he- maybe people think it's better help. health oh okay yeah okay boom just solved it nice um here's a pro turning 30 my mom who's my favorite person in the world tells me that she loves getting older and that 30s were her favorite time of her life nice. and she even says like to this that was the most fun chunk of like change and and like growth but she still every day loves getting older at the age she is at like she does not think young was fun it's
1: badass yeah Good for her. I feel like she, like, knows herself and, like, is really, like... Yeah,
0: and this world is so ageist. Yeah. they We don't give any opportunities to anyone over 30 for w- women. Okay. It's like she's dried up, she's used, she's not hot, her skin's <laughs> sagging, her pussy's getting That's a good point. It is rough for women. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, they I always say men get granted. hotter, like yeah. George Clooney gets... And then, like, women, it's like, who do we have... Oh. Exactly. That's rough. Because all the women in Hollywood get all Hollyberry. Halle Hollyberry? Halle Berry is gorgeous. That's a very good point. But I do believe she probably ha- she uses age. a lot of her money to get facials and such. That's a good point. I don't know if she's had plastic surgery, but that's the thing, It's like we just don't have those people actively in front of us in advertisements or movies or anything. It's like <sighs> sad. Yes, but the con to turning thirty. And this is a pro slash con, so don't come for me. Okay, Confidant, you know I like feeling vulnerable here. This year, I've seen it during COVID that I've got eye wrinkles. Little
1: crow's feet. Little crow's feet.
0: <laughs> little crow's feet. And I never had those before. And like some people be like, "It's because you smile so much." And I'm like, or, it's the debilitating stress and pollution in the Los Angeles <laughs> air. And my my eyes can't read my computer screen anymore, so I'm squinting all the time and I get a headache. Maybe that's what it is, Maybe, instead of smiling so much. But I don't know what that means. We're told that like wrinkles are bad. Get rid of them. But I will say that, like, I don't like the way my makeup sets in them. And I also think my eyelids are starting to, like, sag over my eyes. Like, sunshades for its... Like, they're making their own sunglasses for themselves.
1: That's sad to me because, like, you're beautiful. And I love everything that's going on here. I've never noticed any of that that you're saying. You're just picking these things out. And, like, truly, I have zero... uh, i still like i don't even see like i see like a line or two that's like a normal thing that people have on their face i
0: seriously can't even see anything except for the wrinkles you're talking about but here's the thing you've got big big smile eye lines yeah but that's like
1: living my fucking life
0: i love your face like that i've always you've always had that
1: culture and society makes makes it really sad. It's a, it's a sad thing for women that they have you to You like... came
0: with me once to get Botox. Yeah. Well, I went because I was in pain, but then while I was there I was like, go ahead and just like throw in a little you know, a little up top. Yep. And you almost had a fucking meltdown. <laughs> my, my plastic surgeon who's also like a, a pain relief doctor for me, felt so bad that he like wasn't going to inject me because you were protesting so much. And I was like... Jared, leave the room if you're going to fucking comment like that. Like, you're making him feel bad about his job. Like, shut up. I know. And then later you were like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't tell you what to do with your body. I just don't like you when you're doing this thing. And I was like, it's not for you.
1: I know. It's It's for
0: society no <laughs> it's fucked up it's for me. this society
1: fucking sucks
0: no, no uh, it's, but it's you yeah you did you something came out of you in that room that day that I didn't know existed in you I just didn't get it.
1: it's your body you do what you want with it and
0: but what I understand your frustration is like you don't want me pumping chemical into my face because you love my face. Well, I yeah,
1: and, like, I don't, it, it's, it's like, it's, it makes me sad to think that you have to do these things in order to, like, feel good about how you look, and.
0: But if you, your hair grew in front of your eyes, and you couldn't see, and so you just went and got a haircut, and you were like, wow, this just makes it all better, do you feel bad about yourself? <laughs> no. I think for us too it's like things like that cosmetic procedures have just been so normalized whether it's fortunately or unfortunately like I know people are like just accept the skin you live in now I know what you're thinking Kelsey when did you become obsessed with Heritage bootmaking. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps and Tacovas is western to their core offering a bunch of other head-to-toe western staples trucker jackets the perfect jeans to go with your boots performance pearl snaps cowboy hats bandanas you name it and they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to one of their stores, Tecova's delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. But also, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't all the way, okay? Thanks um i also put like sagging in general um which kind of teeters into the next pro and con pro i seriously and like honestly this is maybe a little bit of a cry for help i seriously (laughs) don't mentally feel 30 (laughs) i still feel 24 like i still feel like i don't fucking know shit about adulthood But I know a lot of other stuff, but I don't like I don't feel like I've lived thirty years mentally, and maybe that's from all the drugs and drinkings I've done. But (laughs) that worries me a little bit. I said it was a pro, but now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds like a con. (laughs) But the pro is is I don't feel mentally thirty, which I guess is good, right? Like you want to feel young and sprightly and
1: What do you? How do you describe feeling twenty four versus feeling thirty? Like what do you imagine? feeling 30 feels like.
0: I guess like, yeah, I guess feeling, feeling 30, I would feel more, I don't even know. Like, I would just know more about insurance deductibles <laughs> and the DOJ and uh, history fucks me out. Like, the fact that so m- many people know so much stuff about history, I'm like, why do we care? I get it. I get why history is important, but like, <laughs> I don't know how where people got all this history stuff from.
1: <laughs> I mean, some people are really into history, like
0: I like Jose through history.
1: There are kids that like study history and get really into it and can tell you like everything about like the constitution and like That
0: I couldn't tell you what the constitution is. <laughs> I think it's the for- forefathers and our right to have mail. The
1: U the US Constitution.
0: The USPS. Constitution. <laughs> um, and I put my con for this one was that while I don't feel 30 uh, mentally and personality-wise, my body feels 800 years old. <laughs> my body hurts <laughs> so much all the time. My knee won't heal from my fucking surgery. Mm. My jaw, as we speak, is on fire flames. Like, my eye, my body, my back, my fit. Like, I'm doing this RV. Yeah, sure, I could wear gloves, but I don't, okay? But (laughs) I have cut a different finger every single day to the point of detriment. And I'm just like, it's cut now. (laughs) Move on. Like before, I would be like, "Oh God, my fucking ow blood." And now I'm just like, "I'm falling apart." <laughs>
1: it's like a, a slow acceptance of death. Of death.
0: Like my body will fail before my my brain does. A hundred percent.
1: Knock on fabric. You just like there's
0: a wood table oh, right, right behind <laughs> you. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> also my cat Larry just jumped in the frame. He's very rarely ever seen. Yeah. He's scary Larry. He's afraid it's of the world. This is scary Larry. Um okay. <clears throat> Pro about turning 30 is I don't feel like I wasted my 20s at all. And even though I don't really remember a lot of it, I feel like I learned a lot. Like mm. I feel like at this point in life, I know what is right and what is wrong. You know, interesting. like when it comes to a lot of things, you know, just about like race and gender and like policy and like, morality i feel pretty certain hmm. why are you humming like no that? I, that's interesting I, I, but I it's know. it's tinged with disagreement <laughs> it's not disagreement. i can fucking hear it in your voice
1: well i i i always find it interesting when somebody is extremely certain about something And I want to know why, like, where that comes from. I find it really
0: interesting when someone says, "I find it really interesting," because I know that you're saying you find something really interesting because you actually believe it's wrong, and you don't want to say no. It's not. It's it's not that wrong. It's
1: literally certainty in and of itself, like as an exercise. Whenever this is like some of the shit that I've like been doing, but like, and if if you are certain about something, Mm -hmm. then like, it's a good exercise to like look at like, what if you're not certain like as like a way to expand yes, your mind yes but
0: what if you're certain about things that are absolutely yet yeah, like th- this table this couch is gray like i'm certain th- then why am i supposed to be like but what if it's just molecules vibrating against each other creating a pattern that looks just like color and it's not really color? like what about that should i not be certain about <laughs>
1: I'm, I, you, I, you do whatever you want. All right, I, mean, I will. You live your mm, life. I, I, I just, I that will. was An interesting, interesting segue. Um, yeah.
0: the con to that is that even though I've learned a lot, I don't have any money. <laughs> 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 like, I long never long. had financial education in public school in Florida and like made. Six-figure. Okay, here's the other thing that you guys have to remember, Confidants. Our uh, cost of living is astronomically higher. So, like, what $10 is in Florida or, you know, the Midwest it will get you nothing in Los Angeles. So, you have to remember, like, a six-figure salary will barely let you survive in this city. So, when, when I'm telling you guys these numbers, like, remember, I'm telling you them as if try and scale way the fuck down depending on where you live. Or weigh the fuck up if you live in like Miami and New York or Chicago or something like that or San Francisco. Um, I don't know what's up with Canada. I love my Canadian followers and listeners, dope. Canadian confidants. Um, let's talk about it. Money. I don't know that I've ever really broken down my finances, but again, like I think so many people think that like. I think a lot of my peers make a lot of money, right? Like I look at some of my friends that are prominent figures as influencers or YouTubers or whatever you want to call them. And I'm like, they have and make money that I'm aware of. I am nowhere near that. Like even one of my closest friends, I won't say their name, but like, I know for a fact she has a hundred thousand dollars saved. And we basically had like the exact same glow up. And I'm like, how, how, <laughs> And I will be honest with my confidants. I've got, let's see, $30,000 in my retirement, 401k, Roth IRA combined. Then I've got about... Uh, wait, no, that's not right. I have like 20,000 in my Roth IRA. And then my parents started a like fund for me when I was a kid. No, this is all wrong. I have 20,000 in my 401k and my Roth IRA, my parents started saving for me and my sister when we were a kid. And that amounts to like 22,000 or 19,000 or something. So I think I have like 30 to 40,000 in savings, which is not a lot. Like I can't retire on that right now unless I move to Thailand. And then in my personal account, which I am a business, my personal life is a business. I have about anywhere it ranges from like 20 to 30,000 when I'm getting low to like I think the highest I ever got was like 60 to 80,000 saved in my business account. And then like my day to day wages are just like, she always, my business manager always puts like two grand in my account just because she knows that I'm an idiot. Um, and so for me, it's like overall, I think I could just pull up my fucking, I could just pull up my fucking sheet right here. What am I trying to guess for? <laughs> um, let's see, let's go to my weekly business expenses. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> so in my pocket management personal, I had $4,000. Then in my Kelsey Dara Inc., which is my business, I have $27,000. And like I said, on the low end is like when I'm at like twenty thirty, And this is because I just bought the RV. And it's a business expense because it's for the documentary. Um, and then my spending, so my My Amex total right now is 6,400. So, really, if you minus that from 27,000, I've got about 20,000, 2,100. Now, here's the kicker my upcoming jobs and outstanding invoices where people owe me money is 32000 but I don't get all that money all at once. It's not like I'm like, hey, pay up, motherfucker. I'm not a drug dealer anymore. I left those days back in Florida. But these are things that are going to accrue over the next couple of months. So saying that I like am owed 32000 so I really have $50,000, isn't correct. Because like, as I live, that money will c- go away, especially because jobs are getting less and less and less. So realistically, I feel like I have $20,000 of my business, and then probably like thirty it saved, and that is like very very, very low compared to anybody else i know end statement
1: yeah i i i think i don't know how well i think for anyone you 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 did a good preference preface of like for anyone who's living in los angeles and new york Mm -hmm. that's a normal thing but like for somebody who's in iowa iowa yeah that's probably a lot like
0: oh yeah you could buy a house you could put a down payment on a house yeah you can't put a down payment on a house in los angeles unless you have a hundred thousand dollars at least yeah at least in los angeles county it's that's like for fucking 10 percent of the down payment not even 20 probably yeah so I really don't have a lot of money and I think it's because I never really saved until I left BuzzFeed. Like when I was making six figures, I was just living like, you know, what is that? Five grand a month or something. It's like a little over a grand each and each week. And, you know, I was not, not being an asshole about money. Like I flew first class and I, would buy things on Amazon or I'd I'd online shop whenever I wanted to. And it didn't like, it didn't, it didn't put me in a bad position. I always had money in the bank. So I was just like, I have it. I spend it. I want it. I got it. (laughs) And I wish I would have started saving a lot earlier. And like, I'm lucky that I had my 401k. Um, I don't believe BuzzFeed matched at all. I think they matched like 10% or something, which is fucking crazy. It's bad. Yeah. And then, Uh, Thank God my parents had started a savings Roth IRA from when I was a kid. Otherwise, I would feel like I have no money. And so I think like I've read somewhere that money is like the number one stressor for women my age. And like I 100% identify with that. I think about money every single – there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about my money. Wow. And I literally pay someone so that I don't have to think about my money. It's a very small percentage. It comes with the business. It's a whole thing. You guys know it's entertainment. But, yeah, thoughts on that? Why am I asking you? You put your money in Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. No, you are also an interesting case of money.
1: The only thing I would say is, like, the more you think about money – Like, it's important to think about money. It's Mm -hmm. important to plan out the future and to get things set up in a certain way. But after a certain period of time, like, once you have your system set up and you have things, like, it's not good to think about money because that's, like, that is just brutal. It constantly stresses you out. Like, Mm
0: -hmm. I don't feel prepared for an emergency. Like, if something Mm. really bad were to happen, like, uh, like, hospital bills or something. Yeah. I don't feel ready Oops. um or prepared, and i th- I would have to like ask for help from family members and stuff. yeah, stop shaking your leg <laughs> I'm move, I'm <laughs> yes, you've got like squiggly leg like oh, you keep sorry. going back and forth um yeah, so like that it it feels like a real big con because I see my other friends like. They're buying, like, engagement rings. And I'm like, how do you just have, like, $10,000? I mean, I just, just, just spend $11,000 on RV, but that's an investment. We already talked about this. But I'm like, how do you just have money to go buy a fucking piece of jewelry that's $10,000? That's insane to me. I do not have that. I'm not going to buy you an engagement ring right now <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Um, but I feel like, you know, some of my friends have bought houses, and I'm like, How? And I know that we've, like, looked, like, if we were to really combine our shit and, like, really, like, go thin on, you know, life, it's something we could do. But why? Why? Why yeah. stress ourselves out?
1: Yeah, it's a lot right now, I think, especially with COVID and mm-hmm. everything. I and mean, we have basically another house that we that we have. And it's an RV. Yeah, I mean, if the world ends. We got that. Yeah, you guys can come <laughs> so, over. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. Um, a pro I feel like I've found my forever partner which is a fun perk it's not necessary you know like society again tells women that we should have like our like and then other people are like fuck men independent forever and some people are like I don't even like men and then (laughs) it's like who cares truly this is more like a pro because it's a fun perk like I feel like I don't have to stress about things because I have an extra support system and like an adventure buddy and like a fun time person and like a regular orgasm machine. And like it just feels like a perk is a pro that I'm hitting 30 with like I feel like meeting you. I was 27, which is crazy. I feel so young. I just turned 27 and I feel like that's. You know, like, what's a good age to meet someone? I feel like that's so stupid. But I feel like society would tell me this is a pro that I, that we have each other at this age.
1: I think it's a massive pro. <laughs> I think, if anything, it's, like, the biggest pro of mm-hmm. my life. Why? It's incredible because having you in my life has been the best thing that has happened to me thus far.
0: True. I do make you better. <laughs> I <laughs> do make you I a really, lot better. I
1: really appreciate You as a person, your company, your, your everything about you and Mm. having you as a life partner is an incredible thing. It's just fun. I I agree. It's a really fun thing. It's like very fun to have you. Yeah. And like, you know, we have our, our differences of uh, things that we like and a lot of different things, but very different, very different people, Mm -hmm. but we still have a really great core bond that respects the other person yeah and really appreciates what they do mm-hmm. and like is there for them when they need them mm-hmm. and like it's just like nice to know that you have somebody like that
0: it's crazy that like despite how wildly different we are we like choose to still spend every day together it's like yeah. you know some days maybe we don't think about it we're just kind of like oh, there's a thing again <laughs> great <laughs> but like it's great like you have a choice And, like, even though we're so different and, like, we definitely have gotten in some, like, not fights because we literally don't fight. We, like, have intense emotional talks. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, we still, we have a choice. And we we choose to do this. That's, like, mind-blowing to me. Um, The con that I put is, like, again, I know it's stupid societal stuff, but there is this, like, weird pressure that, like, everyone around us like we were supposed to go to four weddings this summer and like people are announcing that they're having babies my best friend's trying to get pregnant right now and i'm like what like when she first told me that i like inserted myself i was like are you fucking crazy (laughs) why would you like she's ready i'm not ready for her to have (laughs) a baby i am not ready to like lose my best friend to a baby but she wants to have a baby so i'm like I got to support that. And like, when I really think about it, I'm like, oh my God, that's an amazing thing. Like, oh my God, life, they did to create a new human. But I'm like, what the fuck? I could never do that right now. Like, there's definitely this like weird societal thing about like other people doing these things that I'm not doing. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Should I be doing this? Like, should, am I behind? Like, I've always been a late bloomer. Like, I still don't have my tits. But, there's something about this age where you're looking around and you're like, okay, I feel like I have my shit together, but why does everyone else seem to be doing something different than I am? <laughs> like, do you feel that way? I feel
1: I feel like I I don't I don't think so because mm-hmm. I I identify myself as having a different path than a lot of my friends mm-hmm. um just as a, a core thing like mm-hmm. my friends from college and high school and all these that like I've just gone ve- in a very different path mm-hmm. um and then you know in the DJ world like I don't have very many friends that are like serious about things right now so mm-hmm. it's like I it's I'm it, it's I just kind of like I know that my path is going to be my path, whatever that's going to be, whatever that turns into. And the pressures, the outside pressures of what other people are doing doesn't really consciously have a huge effect on me. Now it might subconsciously, Mm -hmm. I
0: might be more
1: subliminally like prepared and like expecting for these things to happen Uh because everyone else is doing it. And Uh it's like, oh, I guess like, you know, I guess it's time to do things like that, you know. Um, but we've
0: never been those people.
1: Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, though, you look at like, let's say, for example, um, getting a foster dog. Right? Uh-huh. Never thought I would get a foster dog. Or, or we've any kind talked of dog. about
0: like never getting a dog until we had a house and a yard. Didn't
1: imagine myself with it. But when we had the dog, it was incredible. It was yeah. like a really fun experience. We just made it happen. We made it work. Gary and like Barry. Gary and Barry, great doggos. And
0: spooky and the spooky cat. spooky the cat.
1: Oh, wonderful and it was just a really fun experience to do that. And I think that's kind of how it it made us
0: better. Yeah. Like even though we dreaded like getting up earlier, like having to take a break, it was like,
1: responsibility. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was like, Oh wow. Now I get to take a minute for myself. I like get to stand up and walk around or like I get to practice focusing on something that isn't myself for a minute. And like, it, I think it ultimately made us better even in, like, the annoying parts of, yeah. like, oh, I don't want to do this. I would agree.
1: I think pain and suffering towards. Pain and suffering some- is a dog. Well, <laughs> yeah. But as a general yeah. rule, pain and suffering lead to more appreciation of life Sleep for me. when it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm more grateful by living in through a painful or suffer, like suffer a lot through an experience. I'm more grateful coming out the other end. And yeah, Mm. I think that that is like comfort's great and all, but I think,
0: I think that like time though is mm. the answer to that. Like I don't, I mean, I don't know what situation you're thinking of, but like for me, it's like heartbreak. I think of all Mm. the twenties heartbreaks that were like huge that fucked me up, it sent me to rehab and broke me, broke me, broke me, almost ended my life. Like, now I'm grateful for that because right. I know what I do and do not want. And like, I look back at that girl with just such like empathy and like, Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, half of me is like, you dumb bitch. But like the <laughs> other half I was like, Oh, but that was years of time and yeah. healing. And yeah. so like, would I have, if I had the choice, would I have liked to be the person that I am today without having to gone through that? That would be cool. <laughs> But, like, I, work like that. I guess I have more <laughs> jokes to write now because I've gone through it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting what you said about, like, the subconscious thing. Because, like, with women, there is, like, an actual, real biological limit, mm. you know, to having kids. Mm-hmm. And, like, with guys, there really isn't, right? Like, you can shoot sperm until the sun goes down, right? Yeah. So, like... For me, even though 10 years feels like a fucking hundred years right now, I also think about my 20s and I'm like, oh, whoa, that happened so fast. And like in another 10 years, am I going to be like, oh, like I missed it. Like I wonder all the time if like women like Chelsea Handler who are so very adamant that like they did the right thing by not having kids Mm. ever wonder like, but but what would life have been? Like, I don't know. Mm. And I feel like when we first met, you were very like, we will get married and we shall have children and that will be the life. And then I was like, (laughs) we're going to fuck other people and I don't believe in being a mom. And you were like, okay, I can like understand it and learn how to get with it. And like, I feel like we've now found this nice middle gray void area where we're neither here nor there. Like, I really don't know how you feel now. And I don't know that you know how you feel now about it.
1: Yeah. Um... I think the more that I think about it, the more I can see myself in a fatherly role in the future somehow, but I don't want to pin it down to be like, it's going to be my kid and it's going to be my kid with you and it's going to be this and that, which I was very adamant about.
0: Very adamant. You were like, I will have my genes in this world (laughs) be passed on. And what like tripped me up is that whenever you talked about having kids, you always talked about like you passing your jeans on. Right. And I was like, what about me? <laughs> like, I want you to want to have a kid because it's with me. Yeah. And like, that's why I would want to have a kid with someone is because they want half of me also out in the world. But I feel like that kind of like was a little bit of mind opener for you because that that's not really how you ever thought about kids
1: yeah i i I think i was very kind of not brainwashed but like yeah brainwashed with like this is how your life is supposed to go where you have a kid and you get married and you live a life and they go to school and you have a white picket fence and you do mm. the thing and i think to me what's important is like what what i've noticed i get a lot of personally like what i get a lot of um joy out of is like helping someone else like in in a like mentorship or teaching type of way mm-hmm. so like as in like a fatherly role that's something that i would miss if i didn't have a kid
0: god you'd be such an annoying dog <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i i think that i i, I i'm I, kidding you'd be great thanks um i don't know how it's going to happen but i think that eventually there will be outlets for me to like get my fatherly like itch out. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. require having a child, you know. Like yeah. I, I don't know how. I've no idea how, but um I'm keeping an open mind. More so. foster dogs. More foster dogs.
0: Yeah. I feel like with me as a woman especially turning 30, I feel like And it's something I'm trying to shed is like I read this one funny tweet once that was like white girls are having marriage just so they can have one day where finally Timmy has to express his love for her publicly. And I like (laughs) laughed so hard because I was like, oh, man, growing up, that's like I think what I all I wanted was like this big declaration of like foreverhood with someone. And like when I get that from you all the time every day and it feels so personal, I'm like. I got to shed that. And like, now I look at that and I laugh because I'm like, oh man, so many girls probably really do find that. And like probably same with guys where it's like, I found the hottest, best, most sandwich making woman I can find. Like, I'm sure men feel that way too, but there's something still lingering, which is why I'm glad I have a birthday every year because there's something (laughs) still lingering. That's like, I'm waiting for the next, like, level of our love interesting like the next um milestone and it's not like time because actually for women like the more time without there being some big thing is like oh god they've been together six years and he hasn't popped the question like yikes so it's actually like it's not time it's more just like something big that needs to happen and that's why i think it's like i'm glad i'm having a birthday (laughs) because i'll get a lot of attention and then i'll be okay for another 11 months and then I'll probably start to feel a little bit like, Oh God, everyone around me is judging like my, I don't know. And no one's thinking about me. That's the point of this episode is no one's fucking thinking about you <laughs> the way you're thinking about yourself. But like, I don't know. You probably, is that in d- your book, I feel like you have that yes, in book. Yes, it nice. is. But like, but I'm sure guys don't feel that. Like, are you waiting for some like proclamation declaration from me to like level up our relationship ever exactly
1: if anything i feel the constant pressure to always like make some big grand gesture grand gesture yeah that's like totally yeah i, I think that's definitely a societal uh, yeah. pressure well also you just said that you need that <laughs> well that's why i
0: say i'm glad i have a birthday yes and for If you have to plan one freaking big gesture a year, like (laughs) fuck you, you can do it. I'm worth it. Well, we also
1: we are in the beginning of our relationship. Like we were able to do these grand gestures so easily because, like, I had gigs we could just fly to and like have fun at and like have these like normal. It was not normal.
0: (laughs) We had like huge romantic adventures. Yeah, like ski chalets, Barcelona. Like we also have just been cooped up for a while. Yeah,
1: so I think. A, a nice little trip or vacation or celebration might
0: be nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that this a little a nice hint?
1: Thing? I don't know.
0: A little trip? Did you give away a little know. bit? He's closing his no. eyes because he doesn't no. want to give away anything. No. Interesting. No. Some time Change the subject. You guys, we've been going for a little over an hour. I thought this was going to be a short one this week, but um that's it and i hope you guys enjoyed this um please 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 mark in your calendars august 16th don't fucking panic it will be out for free sale. you're gonna see that all over my social medias i'm sure don't forget to check out justice for soraya we're also still taking rv donations by the way that has nothing to do with the gofundme or the change.org that is like completely separate we're trying to get the rv in enough shape where it can drive far enough so there's tons of equipment tons of stuff to make it comfortable um, if you want that, DM me. Uh, I'm so appreciative of anyone that's fucking bought anything. Or, uh, it blows my fucking mind that anybody cares. I'm so, 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 so in love with you, confidants. I hope you have a fantastic, fantastic. S- 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 my body, my mouth wants to say <laughs> something with an S. With an s? Sextastic Sexual week. Weekend. We haven't had sex in a while. We should probably have sex. Yeah. Uh, speaking of you, I love you. Thank you for doing this. You're welcome. You're my favorite person. You're my favorite person. And thanks for being here. Hello. And talking about being 30. Absolutely. And uh, don't forget to give this five stars on iTunes. Make sure that you go to Confidently Insecure Podcast at gmail.com and make us an email. Go to Confidently Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And we. Yes? No, five stars. Oh, five stars. Yeah. Okay. I had my eyes closed. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.